Hello everyone, it's your real estate guys, Matt Reitzel. And Curtis Reitzel with the Wealth Building with the Purpose show. The place where we talk about everything real estate. With a special focus on wealth building. Let's ride. Just gonna wait for some people to log on. I have my phone switched backwards today, so I'm not gonna know if anybody's on because the front of my phone got all busted up. So the front camera is not that good. I noticed the back camera is better. I have an older iPhone. I'm just waiting for it to totally crash out before I go buy a new iPhone. So I can't see if anybody's on or if anybody's engaging right now. So I'm just gonna talk and do my thing. So today um, I wanna talk about criteria and the videos I'm gonna be doing are based off of The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller, uh, an awesome book with proven systems and models on how to become successful in investing in real estate. And today, uh, I'm looking to talk about criteria and really what that means. Um, if you're familiar with investing in real estate, you own investment properties or, you know, depend, you know, wherever you're at in the investment journey, you might know what criteria is, you might not know what it is. Really criteria, a general sense is the kind of properties that you purchase. That's really what it is. Um, whether that's single family, multifamily, student properties, um, it's just the kind of properties that you're interested in. And the reason why as an investor, it makes a lot of sense to figure out what your criteria is, um, and it changes over time in my opinion, but the reason why we, we want to know what it is, um, is because it gives you focus, so that's a big part, is it gives you focus on, now you, you know what kind of properties to go after, you can start to figure out, you know, a deal versus, you know, versus an opportunity. Um, you're able to actually know value and know rents at a deeper level to make opportunities uh, because you're very focused on a criteria. So um, a prime example would be um, if, if all you do is buy single family properties. Well, you buy, let's say, single family properties between 200,000 and 300,000. Um, townhouses, semis, whatever the case may be, it's, it's nailing that criteria down because now you're able to focus on you know, your search and you're able to then now only um, look at properties within your criteria, but also too, it allows you to go out to your network and say, hey, you know, Curtis, you, you know, you're a realtor, I'm interested in properties between this and this and this, what do you have? And it's easy for me because, you know, when I'm working with investors, I'm very much teaching them the dialogue and how to, and how to go about this. So it, it kind of just naturally goes up because, you know, I'm, I want to make it easy for investors. So when working with them, I say, well, what's your criteria? Let's really nail it down on this. Uh, because if you don't have a solid and a very clear criteria, then you're just going to be spinning your wheels. Because a lot of investors, what they do is they come to us and then they say, hey, I want a deal. And I'm like, well, what does a deal look like to you? Like, I don't get what that means. Let's go deeper. Does a deal mean you buy a triplex for 600,000, you increase the rents and now it's worth 800 on the back end and you sink 100 grand in rentals in. So now you have 100 grand in built-in equity. Is that a deal for you? Or is a deal something that's turnkey where you're cash flowing 300 bucks a month? Like, it's very, it's, it's, for somebody to say they want a deal, like what does that mean? Because yeah, yeah, I want a deal too, but like what does that mean to me? Like I need to know what that means so that I can say, you know, to a real estate agent, for example, I can say to that person, 
you know, I'm, I'm looking for a deal, but let me specify. A deal is between 200 and 350,000, and I'm looking to buy it where I'm cash flowing around 200 bucks a month, and I want to have some built-in equity, um, you know, on the back end because I'm going to renovate it, and I want to be able to refinance on the back end and pull out some of that equity. Well, at least that's getting a little bit more clear, right? And the thing about criteria is, it helps everybody. It helps you because you're able now to focus and you know the kind of properties that you're interested in. Because let's say you're only interested in single family properties, so a detached home or a townhouse or in a condo unit apartment where just one family would live in it. Well, when a six unit pops across your desk, well, you're not interested in it, so you don't even spend time analyzing it. Like, you just move forward. But let's say all you do is look between 10 units and 20 unit buildings, and that's your criteria, be you know like let's say b-level housing in this area of kitchener well then if a, a detached home pops up but you don't even bother looking at it because it doesn't hit your criteria it you just don't waste your time it's a massive time saver because in real estate and like other businesses and other industries you can get like your time can get sucked so quick like it can get all of a sudden, you're spending three hours looking at all these deals in an afternoon on a Saturday, and you're just like, where the hell did the time go? And you're looking at all these deals, and they, like none of them even fit your criteria. So you're just all over the place, and it's, it's really just a big headache for everybody involved. But the biggest part is it's a big headache for you as the investor, because now you're spending all this time looking at deals that don't even match your criteria. It's like, that doesn't make any sense, right? So my, my question to you, um, as, as we go about this, you know, these live streams and this podcast that we're doing that we're going to be announcing soon, keep your ears open for that, um, is, you know, the, what's your criteria and get really focused on it and actually take time to think about it. Like, what am I interested in? Like, what kind of properties am I interested in? And the thing about it is it changes over time. So for us, it's been single family properties and now it's starting to change because the market's changing. You know, we're focused in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada for people outside. I mean, 90% of people that are following us are from the region. Um, that's where we're really focused in. But now we're kind of having to change our game in relation to single family because the numbers are making as much sense. Things aren't cash flowing as much. Um, and it's just tighter to have numbers make sense. So now we're looking at, you know, buying a bungalow, converting to a duplex and getting more um, you know, built-in equity and cash flow off of that. We're looking to start getting into bigger multifamilies. We're kind of exploring different options right now. We haven't nailed it down yet, um, but soon it's going to be you know between ten and twenty units will will be my criteria, and that's it. And then it will be you know twenty to thirty units, and then thirty to forty, forty to fifty, and then it'll probably be between fifty and seventy-five units. Like you just kind of start to scale up as you as you grow, right? Um, and your criteria can change. You know, they call it they call it the sticker switch, uh, you know, from the millionaire real estate investor book. It's should you stick with your criteria or should you switch to a different criteria? And as markets change, you can kind of make that decision for yourself because every market's different on should I on should I stick with this criteria or should I switch? And in my in my estimation, it's you have to do what's right for you. So just because a student property on paper makes a lot, you know, a lot more cash flow than a single family rental, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a better investment because sing, like student properties tend to have a lot more management, day-to-day -day work, um, 
the, t the students tend to not take his care, not take good of, good of care of their property as a single family tenant would, arguably speaking, that's very subjective and that's a general statement to make, but arguably speaking, um, they don't take care of the properties as well. So then every year when tenants cycle, when the students cycle, you have to then put in some new flooring, some new paint. That's why we see a lot of student properties where the owners, I mean, where the properties kind of look like crap is because, well, every year they have to sink, you know, four, five, six, seven, you know, 10 grand into a property to keep it up to like a basic level. So they just say, well, screw it. They're just going to rent it out as is. They know they're probably going to get the same rent because there's not much of a jump in the student rents as you could get in say a multifamily rent by actually doing reno. So a lot of the student property landlords say, well, I'm just not gonna do anything because why am I gonna spend 10 grand every single year? And that's just a number I'm tossing out. Why am I gonna spend 10 grand every year to freshen this place up when students leave just to have another round of students come in, right? And end up probably, arguably speaking, going and, and not taking care of the property. So I'm not saying one's better than the other. Single family is better than student properties. Student properties better than multifamily. I think there definitely, there's pros and cons to all of them. And this isn't really a conversation about this. It's more so a conversation on for you, identifying what your criteria is and getting laser focused on it. And then as you start growing, maybe it's you switch to uh, multifamily. And I think everybody, if they're very aggressive about real estate, I think should have ambitions of, of getting into bigger multifamily. I mean, I I think you should because of the economies of scale. Uh, financing is arguably speaking a lot easier because it's less dependent on you. It's more dependent on the building itself. So they're underwriting the building and they're looking at you, but it, they're more so underwriting the building. When you're buying a single family home as a rental, they're really looking at you uh, to see how much income you make, what your debt coverage ratios are, all that stuff. But when you're looking at a $5 million multifamily building, they want to make sure the building can cover that mortgage payment every year and there's a debt coverage ratio is what it's called they want to make sure that there's a buffer there depending on the lender you know 1.1 1.2 um, 1.3 debt coverage ratio if you know that ratio if not don't worry about it um, they want to make sure that that uh, the building's income can cover that mortgage payment and then they look at you and say okay well you know what experience do you have managing a 25 unit building and all that I'm gonna digress because <clears throat> I'm going on a side rant there. Um, but arguably speaking, your criteria will change over time. And it's just getting focused on it at the moment in time that you're, that you're in. Because let's say you're starting off, then it could be, I'm just focused on buying duplexes. I wanna get five of them. Then once I get five duplexes, I'm gonna switch and I'm gonna start looking from four to eight units. And it switches over time. It's just at the moment of time that you're in, it's just identifying that criteria and then sticking with it for the long term. And I think that's extremely important for investors to do um, because it helps you have better focus. You're able to only look at deals that you can actually uh, purchase. Uh, it helps you communicate what you're looking for to your network so that when you're reaching out to your property manager or your realtor or anybody in your network, um, <clears throat> you're able to clearly uh, communicate the, the properties that you're looking for. And that's massive because then that property manager has a, you know, a client of theirs that they're managing a property for. He hears that they're selling. It directly matches your criteria. They send you a message. You go view it that afternoon and you draft up an offer. Like that's what happens when your criteria is really succinct. 
but if your criteria is not succinct, uh, the product manager doesn't think of you because all they think of is you want a deal, so they don't think of you, and it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just not clear and concise. So to wrap this uh, live stream up, criteria, get really clear and concise with it. It's gonna change over time more than likely um, as you grow and expand your portfolio, but get really clear about it so that when you speak with other people, you can like, you can speak with intelligence about it, right? And you can it can be clear for everybody. You can have more focus. Everybody around you can have more focus on finding the right opportunities that really match your needs, right? So anyways, that's my thoughts on criteria. Have yourself a great day. Uh, I don't even know if anybody tuned in on the live stream because my phone's backwards. So um, we'll talk soon. Thanks for tuning in.